Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to the Gray Bar Sports on a Sunday morning. Goldschmidt swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Gray Bar, your distributor for electrical and datacom needs. Billikens win! Once again, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. Welcome back to the show. 1220 pregame today, Cardinals and Nationals. It's Jack Flaherty against Josiah Gray. Flaherty's been great recently. 12 and two-thirds scoreless ball for him as he goes up against Gray, who's also been good at 2.20 ERA over his last three starts and pitched a scoreless inning in the All-Star game. And joining us right now is Ali Marmel. Oliver Marmel is the manager of the St. Louis Cardinals. He joins us at 10.15. You hear me okay there, Ollie? Yep. Okay, good. Good morning. Just wanted to make sure we've had the phones have been uh, on and off here over the last week or so, but great to talk to you. I have uh, some thoughts on the games yesterday, but uh, I I just wanted to kind of overall ask you, since I haven't talked to you since, how your all-star break went and how you spent that before you got back into it. It was a good one. Uh, I was able to get some rest and – get away for a little bit. We went to, to Florida and uh, spent three days there and uh, headed on back and ready for the second half. That's good. It's been, I know, you know, for you personally, it, you're the manager of the Cardinals. You know how big of a job it is, but it is a grind and you, you need that break, especially when things aren't going well. It's probably an extra weight on you. I mean, you won a division last year. You won the division and that was hard. Uh, what has it been like this year to, to grind through this uh, what has been a, a tough year in the standings? It's been rough, Tom. I mean, I mean, there's no uh, secrets. It's been uh, disappointing up to this point. And um, you wake up every morning uh, trying to figure out a way to turn it around. This is what uh, I'm passionate about. This is what I love to do. And we got a group that cares. But it's just uh, we just keep finding different ways to lose. And um, yesterday, the first game was an example of that. And we we have to figure out a way to play better baseball. But uh, yeah, um, it's been it's been tough. What happened in that first game? It's and it was of course an extension and a continuation of Friday. So how did you approach that and and get that thing started on Saturday after the suspension on Friday? Yeah, we just uh, I mean you saw the game. We made yeah. some mistakes, um, several of them that that it was tough to overcome. I felt like we put together some. Pretty good at bats, but but came up short and um, had the guys we wanted in the back end and uh, weren't able to to finish the way we wanted to finish. Um, Gio uh, didn't have his slider um, the way he wanted to and gave up that double. But um, overall, it was 
it was a tough first one. I'm glad we took the second game. That second game, after a rain delay, delayed the start, and then you came out firing, didn't you? This team was swinging the bats. That was actually a career, a season high for the Cardinals. 17 hits in that ball game, Ollie. Yeah, a lot of good swings, and, and everybody contributed. I mean, you look up and down that lineup, and the guys did a really nice job of stringing together some quality at bats, some good left on left at bats with Burleson, Gorman, uh, even Donovan, the line out the third, left on left, and then. Uh, some big swings. I mean, Herrera had a really good day with three hits. Uh, he continues to swing the bat well, did a really nice job behind the plate, handled our pitchers well, blocked well. Um, so he continues to develop and show well. And uh, Gorman took some pretty good swings. Um, so overall, it was a pretty positive day. I would say so. The Cardinals really swinging the bats well. Alec Burleson with a tremendous catch, too. He hits a bomb. He makes a great catch. Jordan Walker had a great catch. I wanted to ask you about that, too. The the two of them uh, working in some playing time in the outfield and how they've come along. Two of them are really good friends, too, which I like. Yeah, they're working hard. I mean, you watch them. You get here early before BP even starts, and they're out there getting reads and, and working on their footwork, working on going back on the ball, playing balls off the wall. Um, and then during BP, they're they're out there getting reads off the bat and, and tracking balls down. So they're, they're putting in the work. And it, it, it'll take time, um, especially Walker. Uh, it, it's going to take time for him to develop in the, into a good defender. But uh, he's got the skill set to do it. He's got speed. He's got the arm. He's instinctual. He, he sees the game, and it's just a matter of reps. So yesterday, really nice play coming in, diving, and uh, kept him in that game, created a little confidence for him. But um, he continues to to show better in right field, and um, it's going to take time, but he's doing a better job. Yvonne Herrera sneaking in there with a three-for-three three day, and he has been pretty good for you uh, since you called him up, hasn't he? I mean, Andrew Kisner, unfortunately, deals with a tough injury there, but Herrera, how did he look in the minor leagues? What was your report on him, and has this been reflective of that? It has. Um, he came in the spring and uh, really started to put in the work we're seeing a different guy behind the plate as far as just receiving and framing and blocking. He's, he's slower. He's calmer behind the plate. Um, everything he's doing is just a little quieter, which is, uh, which is great. And um, offensively, he's putting together some, some really nice ABs. So uh, yes, to his credit, he's put in a ton of work and we're seeing a much better player and he's only going to continue to get better. I mean, he's young and hungry. So uh, he's done a nice job to this point. We've all seen what we've seen from Nolan Gorman and his bat. Uh, we know that it went quiet there for a while, but he has a pretty special bat. I mean, it's a, it's ferocious when it gets rolling. I wanted to ask about him in the field and just as an overall player, how has he looked to you in that standpoint this year? You broke up a little bit, Tom. Who's uh, uh, Nolan Gorman, how has he looked uh, just at overall? We know his bat is ferocious and pretty special when he gets it rolling, but uh, from that standpoint in the field how has Gorman been he's actually been good um you might what comes to mind is a couple games where he had some mishaps but the reality is he's played a really good second base he's turned a really good double play he's ranged side to side well when when you look at just his ability like defensive run save like this is a guy that's a, a positive defender at second base right now he's done a really nice job um, and he's continuing to get better around the bag, towards his backhand coming in on balls. He's working on uh, all those things. But uh, overall this year, he's actually played a really nice second base. 
yeah, he's he's got a, a, a real talent, I think, if, for your future. And unfortunately, you have him because you've had to move some people around in the middle infield uh, with Paul DeYoung playing shortstop, but in particular, Tommy Edmond on the shelf with the wrist. How is he coming along? How is Tommy? He's doing okay. Um, he got an injection in the wrist. It was just a lot of discomfort couldn't swing with the injection. It will be several days of, of no swing and then a progression to get him back into BP and then see how we can go from there. But uh, yeah, this is a guy that's a good defender at second base. I mean, he's, he's unbelievable over there. He can play short. Um, we've had to put him in center field in order to kind of settle that a little bit with the way the style of play in the outfield over the last several months. But um it hurts not having him, but our hope is that uh, he makes progress and we see him back in the lineup soon. Ali, how do you deal with the knowledge? Uh, I mean, you don't know exactly who's going to be moved, but that your president of baseball operations, I mean, he said it right here on this show, you know, we're probably, he said candidly, we're going to have to change some faces. How, do you uh, let that enter your mind as a manager? How do you manage the club knowing that you know, that is on the horizon? Yeah, it's part of the business. You, you don't play well, and that's what it leads to. And um, I, I, it's just, it is what it is. It, uh, you show up, and, and my job is with the guys that we have in this clubhouse at the moment is figure out a way to win with them. Uh, so a lot of my time and energy goes towards that. I don't really allow the other stuff to be a distraction and um, try to keep it from being a distraction for, for our players. But at the end of the day, we have a job to do, and it's to uh, – to beat Washington today. So um, whatever happens, happens, but we just got to figure out a way to string together some wins and go from there. Yeah. You've been down this road before as a bench coach too, haven't you? Because you have to play that. You had to play that role as a bench coach. Bench coach was like the line to the manager in some ways, no doubt. you know, so you had to play uh, not therapist, but you know what I mean? But deal with human beings that, that has to work in your favor. It, it really does, and that's a big part of that job it, it is building, um, at the end of the day, building trust with each one of those guys and, and making sure that there's buy-in to the process. But also there, there's times where they're not happy with certain things, and you you got to be able to communicate in a way that's honest uh, and, and not just kind of tell them what they want to hear but allow them to understand the bigger picture. Um, so, yeah, it helps to do that job before sitting in this seat because you've built the trust and the relationship with the players and that's a big part of, of moving this thing forward. I, I know I bring up Tony LaRusso a lot, but I, I covered him throughout his time here, and I covered him longer than any other manager. So uh, it's one of my biggest points of reference. But a lot of people know this, that you would come into his office before the game. Hey, Tony, how you doing? He said, talk to me at 10 o'clock. That was his line. <laughs> always. I guess, yeah. And it was just him. He carried those losses hard. Uh, I know he celebrated the wins, but I know those losses were hard. How, I know you alluded to this in the beginning of our conversation here, but how do you do that, turn the page and play the next day after a loss? Is it, we all know there have been a, some tough ones this year. Yeah, we um, credit to our group. They've actually done a, a really good job of, uh, of turning the page and, and being able to attack the next day as if it's a new day. Um, we've had some tough losses, and, and they, they have done a really good job of that. If you look at some of the tough losses we've had, the guys have bounced back and, and done well. Um, it, it's part of the job. It's what we get paid to do. Um, it's not easy. And uh, at the end of the day, I wish we turned this thing around. Absolutely, man. I mean, like I said earlier, this is this is what we're passionate about, and we want to make sure we show well for this city. And, and 
the way we've been supported over the years, it's like yesterday, man, there's 40,000 people in the stands and they're, I mean, it's so fun to hear that crowd do what they do when we're playing good baseball and we want to get back to that. Good luck today uh, against the Nationals. I mentioned there's one more thing. Jack Flaherty, just a thought on Flaherty before we go. I, I, I mentioned him out of the gate that he's pitched extremely well. What have you seen yeah. from Jack? He has. He's commanding the baseball. He's reaching back and, and Velo's there when he needs it. And um, he has done a really good job of just being on the attack. Um, his last several outings have been really good for us, and our hope is that he continues that today. Cardinals and Nationals today at 115. We'll have it for you right here on KMOX with Mike Claiborne and Ricky Horton on the call. Matt Pauley will have the pregame. Ollie Marmel has been with us this morning for his segment. We always love these segments. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it, Tom. Thank you. Have a good one. Manager of the Cardinals with us, as always, on these Sunday mornings coming up on 1030. Taking a peek at Wimbledon, it's uh, Carlos Alcaraz. You know, both of these players, they play to the crowd a little bit. They're pumping their fists. Uh, Djokovic, in particular, likes to wave on the crowd, and he's going to need their help here because Alcaraz has taken a 2-1 lead in that third set. He lost the first one. Alcaraz did 6-1, but he came back on this legendary player, Djokovic, 7-6 in the second set, now up 2-1 in the third set. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll go back and look at Wimbledon, but we'll also take a little trip around sports and let you know what happened in the world. On the way, sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. Don't forget, Lutz Fan and Steel at 11:15. John Mosellock at 11:30, right here, sponsored by Graybar. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com.